You're in the face of stream Consciously weaving the collective dream Grounding nature's magic in reality Welcome to Confessions of a Facehold podcast. I'm your host, Raven Allison, and I just wanted to update this because this specific recording was actually recorded back in 2020, even though I re-uploaded it in 2021. And I feel like I just wanted to kind of preface it with this now that I have a lot more of the facehold you know, identified coming here and listening to my newer episodes, if you are one that's kind of circling back, I feel that there is some value in this episode because it does kind of speak to my story and how I was intuitively experiencing mythogenetics and storylines and hacking through narratives. And like, it's just really beautiful to kind of witness at that lens. And so I wanted to do a proper intro And just let you know that that is how I would like you to receive this episode. I would like you to receive this as, you know, my old self kind of just shining a light on an experience on how I was perceiving this consciousness back in 2020 when I was when I was embodied in it and when I was hacking through my own narratives. So without further ado, here is the facial storylines. And this used to be called Confessions of a Nature Warrior, but I just really, really kind of live my life shamanically. And I alchemize personal experiences by tapping into my individual narratives um, and then through deep um, theta states or dreamlike states because of... um, my seer capabilities and how developed they are I basically just can almost like intuitively see and feel which collective streams my own um, kind of inauthenticities or um, narratives are connected to and then I move through them consciously and kind of like alchemize it so that I'm essentially living my own story each day. And today I woke up feeling, um, I've just kind of come like (laughs) full circle. You could call it full circle, but I, I tend to literally just be circling around inside my own self because I'm of the awareness that, um, like there's no external enemies. And so I woke up with an external enemy and that is usually an indication that I, uh, I need to go inward. And so I, I started going inward and, you know, I just, one thing that I really want to stress as somebody that identifies as having, um, the facial blueprint, which is what I would call it in mythogenetics, It's basically just that there's specific, like when you zoom way out to source consciousness. So you just, for a moment, let's just breathe. Take a deep breath as you're listening to this, exhaling, push it just into the ground. Just activate those earth chakras. The earth chakra is a chakra that is about six to seven inches below um, your feet. It's a, it's outside of the human vessel. And so even if you're in a seated position, if you can just take a deep breath, 
and and just blow down into that chakra it's just a really great way to completely anchor yourself in the earth and that you can take that deeper and maybe I'll share that on the next episode where we can become the tree embodiment so it's actually something that probably as you know somebody listening to me it's something that I I take for granted and well actually I don't even want to say take for granted I want to say I it's just something that comes naturally to me so sometimes I want to zoom people way out and and then if you're not grounded that's not really a healthy thing to do so now that we've breathed into our tree essence and we're more rooted in mother Gaia and we're rooted in the earth and we're rooted in planet earth in the present moment hmm, just kind of take your attention way out like way out like space view if you can get there if you can't get there get sky but or if you can't get there get top of the tree like just get a higher view and maybe take them all if, if you can if if multiple viewpoints are awarded to your site then please take them and when we're out here we're everything we're, we're just so nothing um, it's beautiful we're just these you know I like to embody um, galactic stardust a lot and just kind of picture that like just flowing into my body through my crown chakra and then you know with the earth chakras ignited in the crystalline grids this is a great practice that I get into where I pull from both a meat and heart center which is what the trees showed me how to do and I'll again I'll speak about that on the next podcast but for now let's just breathe in the starlight and breathe in the crystalline grid through the earth chakras and just like feel the heart chakra just no judgments just feel it and when we're here this is where we can access the stories and so there are tons of narrative and storylines that we individually want to reenact and collectively are reenacting you can study more about how archetypes um, and I guess narratives and mythology kind of interact with your individual soul um, by uh, you know uh, looking up anything by Carl Jung on the individuation process and also Joseph Campbell um, in regards to the hero archetype specifically which is one that I have heavily accessed in um, unconscious ways and then brought that into a consciousness uh, those are some sources that you might want to check out but essentially mythogenetics are storylines that are soul so when our soul kind of said like okay I want to go experience separation on earth these soul frequencies of storylines and narratives and blueprints like star seeds um, you know star seeds was a narrative that was being created so that we could birth that into reality for the 5d collective consciousness awakening um, and then fairies and elves and these um, you know I guess lost forgotten realms of enchantment they um, they were so hidden and covered in these old stories that are being ripped open um, from the old earth grids from my perception of reality take it or leave it that 
they've become accessible in the soul blueprint in ways that are really allowing the individual should they resonate with this to take it to like the next level of physical reality and what i mean by that is the storylines concerning um tolkien's elves you know for middle earth um from the past from avalon from norse mythology from celtic traditions from these older ancient ones they're almost um being activated inside of our soul blueprints but but mixed in with the pleiadians the archurans the lumerian codes um you know even whales dolphins a lot of um, different animal beings, they're all kind of activating these streams of storylines within us that at a unity level is in alignment with the earth. And so I'm just going to breathe. Let's breathe and take a moment to digest that. So what does this mean? Well, this means that these storylines that we're ripping out, like in like, you know, other ones, we we're just getting rid of them where they were based on white supremacy. They were based on, you know, Roman Catholicism. They were based on control money. Um, they were based on the individuated, um, ego. Well, I would, I don't individual ego. They, um, yeah. So there's no judgment, but that just is what it is. So when these other streams of, of, of fantasy narratives and stuff come available within the soul frequency, um, it's basically pulling us into a deeper connection with nature. And the reason I think this is, is because it's um, leveraging collective narratives from the masses like Hollywood, um, pop stars, like all of that kind of stuff, movies and whatever, it's leveraging those ideas and concepts that people are consuming at mass to reactivate more nature type spirits and narratives and codes that honor the earth, that honor the ancient wisdoms, you know, like even the horned gods. If we look at the horned gods in and of themselves, we have Pan from Greek mythology, we have, um, I always say this wrong, Serenus, um, the antlered god from Celtic. Um, there, there's just so many. Um, there's also, uh, I think it's called ba, Baas. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's just a lot of them and they were all kind of roped in together with Satan. And so a lot of um, these storylines are being accessible where we can then embody them and transmute them and be them and there's so many things where now that we're collectively aware that we're one and we're grounding that into physical reality where we're dreaming together we're co-creating together so it becomes less about us wanting to reenact old stories and more about us reactivating this new consciousness on earth where we're creating and we're co-creating stories together so to circle back, just to kind of really get this into your brains, but not the mind, like let it just infiltrate into the, the intuition and the knowing, the, the storylines of species and races and myth and legend and fantasy that serve the earth as a whole, however that looks like, serves the oneness serves the unity is coming from the place of the individuated 
expression of joy because that is love and love is the highest vibration one can achieve in a physical vessel on earth and so we're ascending to this unconditional love felt through all and so if you really you know that's why these souls would have chosen like you know for me specifically like wood nymphs um i had a lot of core wounds in regards to those narratives like i'm very aware of my narratives which could seem at some consciousness like you know, you get to this place where you think you might be in a simulation, but it's not like that. Everything is just reflecting back to you what you are. And so if something feels good in your heart, and then it's a really good place to go. So the fey souls and the wood nymph and all this stuff from what I've experienced, it, it, the missing piece of you or that piece, and I, and I know star seeds will very much resonate with not feeling like they're home. That actually, um, from my own experience, take it or leave it, is a piece of the earth. So what happens in humanity is they believe that they're separate from the earth, which then creates a hole. It creates a hole in the individual that the individual is trying to fill. It's trying to find its home, you know? So when we can't find our home, we have pain because we don't feel at home here. Well, when you get home here, and I can only speak from my own experience, but I, I also have heard many other stories and tales of this. Most people, when they, when they realize this is it, like you've arrived, it's not a very enjoyable experience because you realize that you're on a shitty ass planet. I'm just calling it out. It like, is there beauty here? Of course, there's the other side, but let's call out the darkness. Like, let's just call it out. You realize like you're probably not living your life in the most aligned way. You feel like maybe you've been tricked or, you know, cheated from your actual true desires. Uh, you might feel like, you know, you, you, everything that you've been told is a lie, that, that romantic love isn't real, that, you know, that dreams aren't real, like everything. And, 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 and that shatters and you can just allow it to kind of wash over you. Can you even do a breath with me if you want? Oh, galactic light in and pushing it down into the crystalline and you can just cycle that crystalline from the earth back up into the heart chakra to balance and um yeah so so you could be feeling those things but on the other side when when you start devoting yourself to the self which i find nature is the best mirror um, which is what I would say a facial blueprint has, like the stories in that blueprint, regardless if you're resonating as a mer being, like as a, like a water, uh, a fire, like any of the elements, like any of the creatures, any of the stories, it's literally your story to create. And so a lot of times we start trying to box people into specific stories or specific containers or specific archetypes and and basically what this does is it perpetuates what we've already been experiencing which it, which is a valid option but what i believe these fae streams do these elven streams these more fantasy storyline streams is is when we devote ourselves to the earth and we realize that we are present here then all of a sudden we want to create to inspire it it no longer becomes i need to package something i need to da -da. no who you are is enough you you can land you can you can realize that whatever you're doing to get to your heart is is the best course of action for the planet because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the core of the planet. You're looking for that connection to home. 
And, and I would invite you to feel that here, you know, um, picture the waterfalls that we have access to, mountains, um, smell the, you know, the spring flowers popping up. In winter, we have the snowflakes, all individual. Nature is so beautiful and it deserves us. It deserves us in our fullest joy. It deserves us in our fullest expression. And I found that activating that, that sentience within the self, um, on the face holes, why this is being called forth, as I was saying, is because we need that essence reactivated in the earth. We, we have to stop looking outside of earth to find home, even though if, if you're resonating at any of the, um, you know, new consciousnesses grounding inside the earth to help, help this process along, um, you know, especially the star seeds. I, I know how it feels to remember different planets, different space, all of those things and, and have to be here. And the water, the water element is um, kind of like that, that reflector. Whereas the sky is the reflector to the earth. I feel like space is the reflection of the water and underneath in the ocean specifically. So you know, if you're feeling alone, you might want to go face your inner waters. But then what sucks about the water <laughs> is the way that we treat it. It's no different than the earth. And so that's why these these storylines are being called forth. It's not enough that we have to hide away and say like, oh, I'm just doing cosplay or oh, this is just pretend. It's not. I access like um, Celtic Reiki and Fairy Reiki Um that, you know, everything that I'm doing and I'm going to start um, teaching this to others and sharing my wisdom, it's taken such a long time because green magic is very slow. And so what this does is it calls the soul into nature to learn from it. And so there's so many paths and so many ancient ancient stories that are that are actually do serve the earth we can pull from a lot of the indigenous shamanic practices of the past we can pull from tolkien's elves and their magical ways which um that was soul alchemy at an energetic level where we're leveraging our own energy body um with intention with um you know specific intent and and wielding that and and I've found that this actually heals nature and when we can be more embodied in our devotion to nature in our sacred practices to nature in our rituals to nature in sharing the fairy magic the mermaid magic um, I want to say mer beings. I really alchemized a lot of those water spirits. The um, the fire beings, the dragons, the serpents, the lions, the panthers. Like, oh, frig, I have like this Celtic stag power animal that I absolutely adore working with. He is like the king of the forest without even trying. And there's just so many beautiful energies there's fae there's the brownies there's house elves there's also so many things that humanity has created that we can tap into and when you're watching a movie you can begin to alchemize that inside your own spiritual practice inside your own imagination really developing the dreaming powers instead of having them wash you away and so hopefully this you know just open discussion is resonant for some of you but 
these storylines are blueprinted within us so that we can reenact them and weave intentionally as we walk our authentic, sacred, heart-led quest. And I like to say that that is on Middle Earth Meets Space. And the reason I say that is because I really loved Middle Earth as a, as a reality. And I like that the usually in shamanic, uh, like traditional journeying, there's, th- there's only three realms, maybe four if you're talking about the dream wave, but um, it's the underworld, the middle world, and the upper world. And, and that's where you traverse between. And so when the ascension like really started taking place and humanity was mainly experiencing this by calling it the rising of the dark, feminine and masculine to purge, I more so experienced it like the realms were just completely all one. They were overlapped. Even the upper world was way more accessible and these lighter streams and wisps and more angelic energies were accessible. Um... So the, these things, whether you're conscious of them or not, are, are available to you and happening regardless within the body and the streams. And so if you feel like, you know, you're a fairy and, or a wood elf or any of these creatures, really, you, you, even, even archetypes, um, the magician archetype, the hero archetype, like knowing those, like wherever, you're, wherever your fantasy mind is taking you, your dream, your daydream mind is taking you, you can really take that back for yourself. So what I do as an example is if a video game has my attention or has my energy, we can learn a lot about ourselves through playing it, but we can also learn a lot about ourselves through reenacting it within movement practice. And so I do a lot of embodied journeying in order to alchemize uh, different narratives that I am intuitively being drawn to so that they're not overtaking my source essence, which is unconditional love, which is the all that is, which doesn't really need to do anything much more than exist. The I am is enough. The I am is here. The I am is presence. And so if you can get to that place, then it becomes way more accessible because before in my past, I was highly identifying and it's very easy to do so. And the second you're zoomed in, you have shadows and there's nothing wrong with shadows. But if you continue to just, you know, target and zoom, 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 zoom in like we're taught to do, then you may be leading yourself astray. And so circling back to that heart is where you're going to find your own individual soul story. This is where you're going to find your fairy tale unwinding. This is where you're going to find your own inner magic maker and femme fay tale, which is kind of like the dynamic duo partnership that I've achieved within my own sacred union by connecting to nature. Nature really allows me to ground these and practicing witchcraft with the intention of just knowing myself more, of honoring myself more, of sacredly devoting to myself. It allows that to ripple out to others. And so if you don't really know where to start in your own story, you look where your attention is going. And if it's not going to anything and, and all you do is drink with your, you know, your friends after work, like who are you attracted to? What kind of narratives are you playing out? Like maybe you really just want, you know, Damon Salvador 
to devour you like a vampire boss man and that's okay but knowing that is the difference because when you know it you're going to get way more aware when you're playing it out with um, real players in reality and then I would encourage you to take it off the you know interacting with your ego through the reflection of others and take it inward to the self where you can go into your own kind of experience of maybe being the vampire or um or you know being like I guess desired by the vampire and you can do that through movement or meditation dream journeying these are all effective tools to help you kind of start to unlock your own facial frequency blueprint and your own facial story so that you can you can essentially weave your part of this and then what that does is it sends a ripple effect and it also makes magic real in ways that we haven't experienced it yet because it's not pretend to me I make tools all the time I have altars all over my house I have creations that mean so much to me I do intricate spell work I do intricate ceremony I do intricate rituals um, I could always do more I definitely am also guilty of being in the shadows of you know wanting to treat sometimes some of these darker archetypes like a video game level where you know if a song triggers me as an example in my solar plexus and like I can tell that this narrative has been like deeply programmed into me in a negative way um then like I, I you know sometimes I sometimes I really like fighting the self and that's okay too like as long as you become a more aware more aware and more aware of the self more loving more caring more accepting of the self then then you're heading in the right direction and then you're going to be able to just be and you'll attract people that naturally align to you and naturally have the same frequency and have the similar story and it's such a beautiful experience and to be able to walk the magical path while giving back to nature and kind of helping the planet that way without having to be this hero or rescuer where we have feel like the weight of having to save the planet on our shoulders because of the way humanity is uh, it's just way more fun and it's way more relaxed and the lie that we've been sold is that we need to constantly be giving we need to constantly be serving we need to constantly be doing when in fact we are also the human that destroys the earth we are equally that and even if we're not doing any of those actions we still are that human because it's an expression of self and yeah so the the best thing that I can kind of say I'm just going to wrap this up um I just kind of want to jump on and talk about this and it was just flowing so I thought fuck I haven't done a podcast I want to start talking more about it um yeah just to wrap this up I I just really encourage you to you know take some time today in nature go connect to a tree um it's the fastest way to the self just go hug one sit under it just allow it to help you access those energetic streams you'll feel them in the body breathing into the earth chakras kind of intertwining your imaginary roots with their roots um, and then breathing way up into the awareness of their branches and beyond and like really allow yourself to take your mind to the branches like beyond the tree um, in your own dreaming mind and kind of just sit there back to back with the tree is best it, it, it's actually a better heart-to-heart -heart connection with a tree 
and you can just breathe and you can ask a question and uh, about your phase soul journey and and have it be revealed to you because there there has never been a time on earth where storylines are are literally just so important and people are like oh these are just stories never before have stories been more important so you know um, see you in history and I think it's called mythology and fiction but those are two YouTube channels that I fucking love they do short quick videos on different kind of characters or things that you might even be embodying and, and or might want to um, and in closing just as an example of my own inner healing alchemizing the god of Pan like with that kind of gross satyr energy like it's such this like horny little boy like at me where he only wants the maiden and I'm just like whatever buddy and that is like inside me as well right or else I wouldn't be attracting it on the external and so you know alchemizing that and like pulling from different horned gods and kind of just going there with my own self I, I made myself these little pan horns I painted them I put on a costume um cancel clearly it's not a costume I put on the outfit that I was feeling in that moment for the essence of my day which is another thing that I highly recommend and I put like this dragon kind of mask behind me and you know what the dragon essence was so potent as well to pull from for my crone so I was really alchemizing the pan or the horn god within myself to honor the triad or the trinity of the divine feminine the mother maiden and crone within my own self and like I did a lot of different sacred ceremonies that way so you know researching those videos really helped me kind of have different perspectives and even visuals on what these horned creatures might have looked like um so yeah don't be afraid to kind of explore your own story explore old stories and then cast off and cut and hack like literally just you're the spider you were literally weaving just you know just fucking cut and hack and and weave your own destiny and then be open to the unimaginable because spirit works in miraculous ways to align you with your highest path so i hope you enjoyed this um, authentic share and i'll see you all next episode thank you